And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! Get together, have a few laughs. Welcome to the show, Iowa Talk Guys podcast. That's TP, I'm Theo. We're here again. Favorite uh, enemies of the state. Yeah. Not quite yet, but could possibly get there. Well, every, everybody are enemies of the state at this point. I they mean, just really. don't know it yet. Yeah. Should be. Yeah. But, hey, regardless, we like the state of Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It's a pretty good place to be, that's for sure. It really is. It really is. So we got a few things we want to talk to you folks about today. Um, I'm going to talk about this uh, tweet from Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot here. Jump right into it. Uh, She tweeted about five days ago uh, to my friends in the LGBTQ plus community. The Supreme Court is coming for us next. This moment has to be a call to arms. So attaching this alleged leaked supreme court memo to how they're going to come for the lgbtq plus community next is uh pretty cheap trash but i guess i would expect that out of <laughs> any mayor of chicago right i and mean in particular this one because she is just garbage uh, really i mean if anybody has faith in Lori lightfoot still after the the fiasco that she uh displayed during the uh covid lockdowns yeah. i mean i'm sorry but uh you should probably get hit in the head maybe knock something loose i shouldn't say that that's rude I'm wasn't sorry. there a uh an alderman or, or whatever they call him up there that uh, she got into it with and and she uh she said bs like literally she said the whole thing but it was about how uh gun you know gun crime in his precinct or uh ward whatever you want to call it was just rampant out of control and she's just pretty much denying it uh yeah i mean even <clears throat> what was that one instance where she showed up at the hospital when those officers got shot and a few of them died never heard about that Oh, you didn't? Where the the Chicago police in the hospital literally turned their backs on the, oh. on the mayor. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. I mean, that's a pretty big sign of disrespect. Well, yeah, she's a train wreck. <laughs> I think the same thing <laughs> happened to de Blasio as well in I, New York. Well, let's, you know, how do you really fix Chicago? That that place is so corrupt, dude. I yeah. mean, as far yeah. as politics. It's, it has been for let's, let's see. I centuries, mean, if not decades. Al Capone. 
who you know was arguably one of the biggest known gangsters of America. That was his kingdom, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> was Chicago a lot more than just Chicago? But I mean, that's where he started from. That's where he, that's where he held his his high tower, right? Sure, yeah. You I know. think he owned a lot of police and politicians, and right, kind of did what he wanted around there. I mean, that stuff uh, that happens and has happened, and I would I would I'd have to be kind of um, gullible to believe that it's still not happening. Yeah. It has to be. It has to be. So, same subject, changing gears, though. What? I mean, there are still people sitting in jail for breaking some windows and rolling into the Capitol. Oh. You know, January of last year. And here's this lady on Twitter. No, that was two years ago. Call to arms. No, it was last year. January 6th of twenty one. Yeah, mm, you're right. But no. literally, call to arms. Yeah, and the, 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 there people. I mean, there's still people in jail without charges. I think for that. I mean, what that? So, so I guess what I'm trying to say here is think of the double standard. Right. Oh my gosh. Absolute hypocrisy, dude. Th- throughout the entire uh, this entire COVID narrative, there's been so much double standard, and it's sickening. I mean, look at Newsom. You you guys can't go to restaurants, and you have to wear masks. But my my family and I got to rent this place out. And, yeah. You know, and the whole, that whole fact, I mean, hearing from people in California about, you know, when they did the recall and like it was, that was just a joke. The whole thing was a sham. But so I uh, subject I watched uh, this guy. I think his name's Ed Calderon. And he was a Mexican police officer, like federal police officer, I believe, for a number of years, decades. Uh, Federale? Yeah. Oh, dude, those guys are pretty good. But, like, going into some real serious stuff, you know. And yeah, they don't they don't mess around, dude. Federales. Like, drugs going in cartels and mm-hmm. whatnot, yada, yada, yada. I've seen, I've seen them down in Mexico. But anything, anyway, one thing that <clears throat> he was talking about was not just the drugs, that human trafficking is, mm-hmm. like, the next most profitable thing. Oh, right? yeah, dude. What a lot of people don't know, according to him, is that people like Gavin Newsom, literally Gavin Newsom, he has, you know, these wineries. I guess he's a big wine guy. Okay. And uh, literally has, like, forced immigrant labor Hmm. uh, on his property for his business. This is according to this guy. I don't know. Hmm. Regardless, stuff like that. Lori Lightfoot, call to arms. I can believe it. Uh, you know, all of the COVID, the, the French laundry, that, that bougie restaurant up in Napa or wherever it's at. Oh yeah. Where, uh, Gavin Newsom and a bunch of billionaires were having a meal or whatever. When everybody's locked down, right? Right. Yeah. Well, then even Lori Lightfoot, when she did the old, uh, the, I need to get my hair cut because I'm in front of a camera. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi too. Oh yeah. Both of them. Yeah. And then they're like. Super Bowl pictures of all these cowards, these liars absolutely mingling together magic johnson don't you think he's immunocompromised or something i think i heard something about how he might be a little immunocompromised no mask no mask Mm. at the super bowl no dude he cured it man cured the uh autoimmune deficiency syndrome that's interesting Mm -hmm. call to arms wow yeah, and especially and and the fact that she's using this tr- tr- over the uh, whole Roe versus Wade thing, which once again we we said in the last episode has nothing to do with banning abortion. Banning abortion. Yeah, 
and anybody that believes that you, you you're you're wrong, I'm sorry, but it's leaving it up to the state's power once again. People look surprised when you say that to them. Did you know that the overturning of Roe v. Wade does not ban abortion? Sometimes the look on people's faces is just perplexing. Oh, I haven't talked to any, an actual oh, yeah. person yet. Yeah. But, yeah, are they, they're surprised by it? Well, yeah, because... What do you mean? Yeah, the left is just out, out there outright lying. Yeah, and, and yeah, I've been seeing it over social media and stuff, and people, it's they're just wrong. Yeah. And it's, it's ridiculous, though. People thinking that this is uh they're they're gonna ban abortion. Yeah. And the funny thing about it, I just I just think about what would have happened had this overturning happened a few years ago. How 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 many heads would be exploding right now? You know, it's kind of funny to think about. You mean with During Trump a, in the White yeah, House? Yeah. <laughs> and I I see somehow this is gonna come back around where people are, are gonna start blaming him. Well, I mean they blame him for everything. So right. Yeah, which is interesting. And you'd think that Lori Life would be like, Joe Biden needs to do something about this. No. No. It's not Sleepy Joe's fault. It's not Joe's fault at all. This was the world. It reminds me a lot of, and, and some of the other stuff been coming out of the, the POTUS has been like, uh, remind me a lot of Obama when he was like, all these problems that I'm having is because of the previous the, administration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, it took him four years just to fix all the eight years that Bush did. Yeah, BS. Okay, yeah. So it's the same dog and pony show that we've been fed for time and time again. Yeah, it's just uh, how you can use the media to make a story to pacify everybody and bait and switch. The old bait and switch, get them to focus on something that isn't even really an issue. And Well, at least it's not the Kansas City shuffle. I'm not familiar with that. Don't you ever see uh, Lucky Number Eleven? Yeah. yeah, in the beginning, when Bruce Willis is like Kansas City Shuffle, where you look right, I move left, you look back, and then he snaps the guy's neck and kills him. Oh, yeah, I remember that part. There we go. Interesting. It's been a long time. Anyway, so yeah, it's just interesting that they're she's trying to use that narrative or that. Uh, overturning and another really big interesting thing about this is that it is the first time like you mentioned before in u.s history that a leak has come out of the supreme court is it correct oh yeah wasn't it you that told me that i don't know maybe <laughs> well i can't remember dude at least we're you're being honest yeah but that's kind of a big deal, too. And there's some people are speculating that uh, one of the justices uh, released it intentionally to try to cause... Yeah, some get some people outside of houses. And well, yeah, get cause people in the country to, you know, get a, a little bit of an uproar about it. But it's, once again, people just, they don't understand that, uh, you know, what the point here is. And that's why a lot of these bigger, what's the word I'm looking for, loyalists to the uh, to the party. Yeah whether they're a mayor or a governor, are against it because this gives way more power to the states, to the governor, to the people of the states. I think that's the point that isn't talked about is that they just want the wide hand of the federal government to decide everything, you know? Yeah. For yeah. for an entire continent. That I mean, it, so the two perfect examples of differences, Texas... They want to go to a heartbeat. So I don't know when that is. Six weeks or something like that, right? After conception. All right. 
well, you can still drive to Colorado and get it done and, you know, pretty much until that thing's born. Right. Kill, I mean, it's, if you it's a baby. To, if you, Looks like a baby. If you really feel the necessary need to do that, yeah, then yeah, there you, you go. Hey, drive up to Montana yeah. if you have to. Yeah. Over to California. There you go. Abortion tourism. Canada, I saw, already offered uh, for any U.S. citizen to come get an abortion in there. You know, they'll be happy to kill them for you. So there's an option there for you, too. But anyways. I don't think folks like me are allowed in Canada. Well, you have to have a good driving record to get in, folks. <laughs> All right. Probably should have a good criminal background. Moving on. $40 billion to Ukraine. Started out as $33 billion. $40 billion to Ukraine to help them fight the Russians. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, if that is not catastrophic level intervention. Uh, yeah. Think about how much $40 billion. How much was our stimulus package? I don't know. Let me look that trillion, up. Trillion, 1.2 trillion or something like that. Yeah, but how many of that actually went to the U.S. people? I don't know. Which also is a funny thing, too, because that, that was, everybody got mad. Once again, I said that before. That a bunch of people got upset because they found out they had to pay that money back. Yeah, like it's turn. like they're just giving it to you or <laughs> yeah. something, right? Yeah. They only do that to defense <laughs> contractors and, you know. Yeah, insurance companies are, yeah. after they tank the freaking uh housing market yeah solar panel companies like Solyndra, just hand them all this money and they blow it pretty cool man i need to get my i need to get on some of that we should try to get the podcast we should try to like you know like give some something i don't know Let's try to get in on some government contracts and i'm good dude i don't really want to work with the feds yeah yeah i already have to pay my taxes and i really don't want to have to work with them doing that but why doesn't the Fed just print the money for our taxes? Oh, every year. Why not? Yeah. Well, what's going to back up that dollar? Just let us keep just let us keep the money. Then they can just print the rest. Right? That's how it works. Well, abolish the income tax, just print it. But anyway, yeah, 40 40 billion to Ukraine to yep. help them defend <clears throat> themselves against Russia. Crazy, dude. It, it, that is ridiculous. So, like, the last 20 years of U.S. Poli- foreign policy just has made Americans think that, like, everybody's slouches or something like that. I don't think Russia and China are slouches, man. I don't think that they're just—I don't think the U.S. would just roll on over them. I don't right. think they would let that happen. Well, maybe th- there might be some people that are thinking this might be like um, an Afghanistan situation again where they can just keep arming and— aiding the rebels there and they'll take care of russia for them but i mean it's completely different now because it's literally on russia's doorstep yeah i mean things are totally different yeah i mean and when you look back when the united states started funding the mujahideen putting stuff in there during the 80s it started with 20 to 30 million per year in 1980 then rose to 630 million per year in 1987 according to who so that um sourced here from a Book 2004, Ghost Wars, The Secret History of the CIA, Afghanistan, and Bin Laden from the Soviet Invasion to September 10, 2001. Secret, huh? Yeah. Haven't read it. It's a big secret. Decided it. Well, uh, um, there's that show on MSNBC, The Morning Joe, that former congressman, uh, Joe Scarborough. Oh, really? Yeah, they found like the dead intern in his congressional office that one time. Oh. And uh, 
his wife is the co-host, Mika Brzezinski. I want to say that her father, Zbigniew Brzezinski, was a big part of arming those guys over there when they were our friends. Yeah. When the Mushadin were our friends, yeah. Mm, interesting. At that point in time. Kind of like uh, when Gaddafi was our friend. Saddam Hussein mm. was our friend. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. The Shah of Iran. <laughs> yeah, the Shah of Iran. He was a real <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. Hey. Why would they take these Americans hostage? Well, rem- remember, oh. you know, Russia used to be our friend uh, for like 10 months right after World War Two. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was thinking that the other day that it's just uh, that Putin and particularly after... Uh, the invasion of Ukraine, which I think that some people say it wasn't a secret. You know what I mean? Almost you know, like it was bound to happen. I yeah. Mean, yeah. But once uh, they had their civil war, do you really expect Russia to just sit there and watch that happen? I mean, yeah. What man, would uh, the U.S. do if, if freaking Mexico had a civil war? You don't think they'd be on somebody's side going in there? Yeah. I'm sure that they would have a. I'm sure they would have something to say about it. But the <laughs> point I was trying to make is that Sorry. Putin. No, it's all good. Putin uh, is just like the new Hitler, the most evil man alive. The you know yada yada yada. But FDR coined the moniker Uncle Joe, I believe, yes. for Joe Stalin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, this dude like <laughs> yep. Joseph Stalin in pure body count made hitler look like a rookie oh yeah dude don't forget he he had his own military gunning down his own troops if they were treated yeah i mean, I mean remember that movie yeah, he said behind so, uh, enemy gates yeah yeah they yeah show it right in the beginning he there. said something to the effect of uh you know sol- soviet soldiers are more they fear retreating more than they do advancing let's just say something like that which is <laughs> so evil when you think i mean that's crazy, man. Dude. But yeah, we're sending money over there for some weapons. I guess it mm-hmm. was like three point four billion of the uh close to forty billion was for probably some humanitarian. Uh, some body armor, some uh medical supplies, I'm sure. Humanitarian so. aid. Yeah. So I can't remember who it was. Which body armor is considered humanitarian aid? It might have been uh a YouTube channel I watch called the Duran. I, I don't you know, this isn't an endorsement. They don't endorse us. With, you know, <clears throat> yada yada some yada. Some YouTube channel. Some YouTube channel I get info from. Anyway, they've claimed that defense contractors are just loving this because all of the weapons that are getting sent over there are stuff that I believe they're. That this is where I heard this. Can't I can't be sure that they're just depleting all the stuff they already have. So they're eventually going to get you know congressional appropriation to turn the machines back on and start building a bunch of stuff hmm. that'd be interesting the yeah. stuff they'd already ready didn't give to uh department of homeland security <laughs> yeah yeah and to, then to go after uh, uh school board mothers you know domestic terrorists yeah i mean disinformation governance board that's really what this could lead to and that's what's kind of scary about it i mean when you when you go back to that yeah the ministry of misinformation ministry of truth they uh could use a because don't forget remember back on the obama age was that two like around sandy hook 2013 2012 12 something like that when uh you know even the post office was buying nine millimeter rounds 
Uh, were, oh, the Department yeah. of Homeland Security was like about like one point four billion rounds, yeah, five five six crazy or something. Contract, like that. yeah, yeah, crazy. And, but and the, and the thing that wasn't because the Department of Homeland Security police forces they go through a lot of ammunition a year, okay? Because they're doing court, they got to do training and stuff, which is good. Yeah, spend ammunition to train your officers to shoot straight. Sure, yeah, you know. So what made that unusual when those were being mentioned back then is people got to understand is that. That was on top of all of this other ammo that they normally order, right? So it was like that's what made it so unusual. It's like that's uh, enough ammo to keep a small army. <laughs> yeah, to um, invade a country. Ba- pretty much. Flat out. Yeah, dude. So it's makes you wonder, like homeland. Yeah, you know, why does the homeland security didn't uh, didn't the 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 National Socialist Party in uh, Germany in the 1930s have some type of them Nazis? Yeah. Well, I don't know. What was their call? I mean, I it was the know. brown shirts. Right? Sure. Yeah. I think those were, they were just like partisans, though. Okay. I thought just they had like their own. go out with a, with a wooden club, mm-hmm. beat some people in teach, teach these, you know, undesirables. Yeah. <laughs> what helping each other out is all about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with this club. Mm hmm. Let's go light this and building you, on fire. And the best part about it is that almost 100 years from now, if somebody posts something about this online, they're going to get fired from their Disney job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a sad, brutal truth that that stuff happened here. And then the the fact that, you know, that's a, hey, that's misinformation. Um, that, uh, that that actress was promoting some type of hatred or whatever. What, what did they fire for? It was promoting... Uh, I can't remember. Some... Some bogus, I can't remember either. Really, mm-hmm. not that, that it's not that big of a deal, because <clears throat> we don't really follow Hollywood crap that much. It's yeah. just because I. Uh, so like you always a, say, most of that's a waste of time. Jump around and do a song yeah. and dance for me, <laughs> clown. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> for real. I mean, if you're an actor, an actress in front of the silver screen and stuff, I don't care about your personal opinions really about anything. Yeah, and uh, you know what's funny is uh, I think I. It might have been on uh, like LouRockwell.com. Yeah. I saw this article a while back, and it was about these folks that actually visited Davos, Switzerland, for one of those World Economic Forum meetings. Really? Which we need we need to get our stuff together and talk about that in depth. Well, one yeah, of these that days. would be a lot of stuff. But uh, yeah, so you got all these like CEOs and uh, former world leaders that were part of it. In fact, I want to say that like I know that uh, what's that? turd face up north justin trudeau Trudeau. yeah he was one of those like future son future leaders of the world or global something or another from the world economic forum where they where they uh groom these people to to take you know influential positions later in life and do the bidding of them yeah of uh, the world economic forum and whatnot i think tulsi gabbard was one of them as well oh really but guess who one of the most recent you know, visitors of this meeting was nobody, none other than Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, who, so it's like this dude is just the clown an actor. to sell it. Right. It's like Sean, Sean uh, Penn going around, Spicoli. Yeah, Spicoli. <laughs> <laughs> going around trying to save the freaking world. Okay. 
All I, mean, I need is a cool buzz and some tasty waves. All right. I mean, though, I think the one actor or actress that's really doing a big difference in this world is Ashton Kutcher with the, actually trying to stop human trafficking. Yeah, human trafficking, stuff. particularly and look kids how much, and stuff. How, how much is he promoted on the news and all this stuff? Yeah, he kind of they went radio silent on that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's because he's from Iowa. That's yeah, why that's probably like what it is. But he, I mean, I think he's that's actually important stuff he's doing there. Like I said, he doesn't get too much spotlight on that. Maybe everybody can hear that cool rain that just started up over the studio here. Yeah. Cool rain. Feels wonderful. Anywho. 40 billion to Ukraine. Yep. What we originally started talking about. No. Running out of baby formula. Oh, yeah. With that, uh, mm. that chick that stands up in front of the camera for uh, the president. Oh, Jen uh, Pasaki. Yeah. Pasatan, you pronounce it. Pasatan, Jen Hanoi Jen Pasatan, Hanoi Jen, Hanoi Jen, yeah, not Hanoi Jen, Hanoi Jen Pasaki. What we're telling you is uh, the truth. It's our truth. Walk that back. Uh, so, so she was just talking about some more COVID relief. Oh, really? That they need. Yeah, they're trying to get this COVID relief. And uh, I don't know, but uh, but now they need so instead of COVID relief, they need forty billion to send a bunch of weapons and stuff to Ukraine. Hmm. That's neat. It's yeah. pretty cool. That is neat. That is super neat. My t- taxpaying dollars. I mean, but and on top of that, so sending. Speaking of sending to uh, weapons to Ukraine, because of all what's going on in Ukraine, Germany is accusing Putin of provoking. A global food crisis. Okay. So, let's just think about this pragmatically. Russia invaded Ukraine. There's a lot of people out there that are saying that was inevitable. It was going to happen. They Mm. said that they weren't going to allow NATO on their doorstep. Didn't that Colonel Douglas McGregor say that? Have you watched him at all? Yeah. Yeah, you told me about that. Like, this was... Oh, oh, and then that that you remember that Rio Times article that we've talked about before the oh, by, yeah. by Jacques Beau, the former NATO officer. Yep. Like this was this was they knew like it wasn't unforeseen. Like they knew it could happen easily. So they sanction Russia mm-hmm. and what happens? Okay, the ruble is like the strongest international currency right now. So well, <laughs> the West and the US strengthened yeah, s- in, in an attempt to weaken the ruble right they were trying to weaken russians economy this and they were been doing sanctions on russia since back in uh obama right yeah i mean i think they've been yeah going after russian money yeah. and stuff like that so they knew it was going to happen and then they sanctioned russia sanctions don't work and then so russia gets slapped on the face and then when russia slaps back the leaders in the west and whatnot are like oh you you know you can't do that you can't you can't slap back. Yeah, why not? I mean, <laughs> it's so funny, dude. The it's, double standard is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, well, and like you know, like we stated before on the show, the U.S. really has no foot to uh, or anything to stand on, but telling another country why or why they cannot invade another country. Yeah, for some absolutely. Reason. Like I, I think I said on an earlier recording, uh, you know what the difference is, you know, between U.S. foreign policy. And Russia invading Ukraine, Ukraine borders Russia. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, and then <laughs> you really think Russia would let? I mean, if if you any NATO forces sent troops there, 
That'd be all out. World War III. I some some analysts, if you will, independent ones. By the way, I don't watch the BS on, you know, the regular yeah. stuff about how Russia's losing and whatnot. I don't think yeah, that's I don't true at all. That at all. Um, anyway, none of those Western European NATO countries, from what a lot of these people say, these you know people that are there and whatnot, mm-hmm. Russia would just roll right over them. Dude, look what they did to ISIS in Syria. <laughs> in like okay. a year, dude. Yeah, and, and you know, it was all in a year the they cleaned did, it all up. All Trump did was say, we'll just step aside and let you handle this because Assad's your friend. And bam. Done. So you're telling me a bunch of these Ukrainians versus seasoned, you know, jihadist fighters? Sure. Yeah. And and most of that, the majority of all that, that with Ukraine or with uh, Russia taking them out, the ISIS was like airstrikes and artillery strikes and stuff, dude. Like yeah, not really not wasting <laughs> soldiers' lives and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, so you know that's another part of Russia's strategy. They they uh, allegedly in the beginning they were trying to take parts of Ukraine without causing catastrophic damage to sure. the cities. But yeah, uh, they're uh, like whatever. We're willing to do it now. We don't what care. were they calling it? Like. Uh, not casually casualty corridors, but humanitarian corridors to get people out. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. Yep. It's crazy. It is crazy. But um, going back to what Germany was saying, uh, what the, the foreign minister, uh, how do you say, Annalena, Annalena Baerbock, Baerbock, sauerkraut. She warns. <laughs> <laughs> could be. We should look into her. Could be the heiress of the. Huh? Uh, but warns of brutal hunger, especially in Africa. So, which I find interesting is because we haven't been ha- having brutal hunger in Africa since like the nineties. You know, I I mean droughts and whatnot, Sudan, yeah. Somali uh, gangs uh, taking yeah. all of the UN humanitarian aid and whatnot. Dude, yeah. food. I mean that is unfortunate, and that's already happening. But I think this is another one of those man-made crises, like. The supply chain crisis. The supply chain crisis. I was just... Like the lumber shortage crisis. Before we uh, started laying this down, I was seeing something about all of these, like, uh, grain stores and whatnot that have been, like, getting, like, going up in flames and stuff around the country. Uh, That's weird, because I've (laughs) seen something about that, too. Yeah. And allegedly, was it last year, before harvest, like, way before harvest, farmers were having to mow down their fields and stuff? Did you see anything about that? I, no. I was like, this has to be a hoax. I just saw some people sent it to me on TikTok. I was like, no way. And it was it was this guy that was on his John Deere mower and he was mowing down his bean field and stuff. And I'm like, and he showed a letter. I mean, obviously you can't read it, you know, on the screen. He's recording with his phone. But then I mean, that's something I'll have to look into because they're saying that they were being ordered by Department of Agriculture, Department or? of Agriculture, that they had to destroy their crop due to, to something, and then. And he's like, "This is ridiculous. Never in my life have I." This farmer's like, "Never in my life have I ever had to do this." That's interesting. But they were going to fine him if he refused. Huh. So then I guess, and then he showed. Then there was uh, clips of him just mowing his field down. Is it true that the government is paying farmers to destroy their crops? And the simple answer to that is, yes, they are. I initially heard about the government paying farmers to destroy their crops. I thought it was a load of bullshit. Well, lo and behold, we received our destruction notice the other day. So basically, there was two options on how to destroy the crop. The government could fly on Agent Orange, or we could manually destroy the crop ourselves. We put too much blood, sweat, and tears in it to let them destroy it, so we decided to manually do it ourselves. 
Basically, it said if we used a lawnmower to destroy the crop, we could receive an extra $600 an acre. Something about the low carbon footprint or something. So, that's what we're doing. Now, they really didn't tell us how many acres to destroy. They just said, get after it and we'll be watching you from satellite. We'll give you a call when you've destroyed enough. So, I better get back after it. Yep. Plowing it up. Government said they'd pay us 3800 bucks an acre. Hey. That's better than what Milo prices are right now. So, getting her done. So, assuming that's true, right? The the U.S. Department of Agriculture does stuff like that, which they do, and they make chicken farmers kill all their chickens and cattle farmers kill all their cows if they get mad cow's disease and whatnot. But then, but uh, leaders in the West get to accuse Russia of weaponizing huh. <laughs> food. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, you, right! Like uh, you, everybody's seen the pictures. At least I'm sure you have of uh, all of bi the bison skulls. Yeah, like the mountain of bison skulls, and uh, dudes, oh, dudes yeah. like standing on top of them. Mm -hmm. The bison that the United States government killed, yeah, to get Indians dependent on them, yeah, weaponizing because they were causing <laughs> such an issue uh, for the railroads. Right? Yeah, that was the issue. I think the point is is that uh, they killed the food source, right? Right. So now, well, yeah, so they, now the they, Indian is but dependent was, on the government. Right. Well, and that was also the Native Americans used it to, uh, not the Indians, you bigot. Native Americans, yeah, they used every part of the buffalo, too, the, every part of the animal that they killed. You know, Buffalo Bill, that's how he got famous, right? Which Goodbye, horses. Wow. I'm going to go watch Silence of the Lambs tonight. No. Would you? No. <laughs> yeah, don't watch say that it. movie. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it. Uh, Put the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. That's what. That's what. Uh, it does this whenever it's towed. That's what America is doing to Europe and Ukraine right now. They got them down there in a little well, tell them to lotion up their skin before. You think so? Before Russia harvests them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uses their I, skin as a costume russia's gonna coat. be russia's gonna be here soon but i'm gonna i'm gonna leave you down there <laughs> <laughs> for your safety yeah dude like uh so the sanctions on russia i was thinking about this last week sanctions on russia is like western europe putting the gun to their head that's what the sanctions on russia well are. if not to their head at least to their foot yeah sure yeah no i think their head <laughs> there's a lot of people talking about uh potential food shortages mm -hmm. in like Remember back Europe in 2012, was that uh, was that Greenland that uh, built that uh, giant seed vault? I'm not sure. Into a mountain? No, there's the Svalbard seed bank in Norway. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like I said, coincidentally, Germany's government since 2016 has been telling their own citizens to be having a stockpiles of food and stuff in their houses. Yeah, maybe you sent me a link to something I like did. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was an order that, that went out. Crazy, dude. Right? I mean, not that they knew <laughs> six years later that there was going to be a food shortage. It's but funny, that's why people also need to learn. You people need to learn how to grow and preserve your own food. You for people. Real. Use peoples. And I'm the offensive one. Yeah. You are offensive. You people. All right. You folks, if you don't identify as a person and get offended by people. You listeners, fans of ours, whoever is listening out there, please learn how to grow your own food and preserve it. That actually uh, is a good segue into the next thing that we were going to talk about. 
really the last thing on the yeah, itinerary. Yeah, the one last topic for today. But uh, we can BS about whatever else afterwards. No. Is that uh, I read an article by Zero Hedge. Once again, they haven't endorsed us. We just, you know, great place to get information. Yeah, um, that's true. Peter Schiff, mm-hmm. chairman of Euro-Pacific Capital, dude that just knows markets. He, yeah. Big he, time. He's made a lot. I've followed Call, Made all the right calls, man. Dude, yeah. Knowing and what, he's been talking about the collapse of the dollar for a long time, too. Yeah, as a bubble, an asset bubble. It's a mm-hmm. big asset bubble. And he's the one that's kind of been right and pointing them all out. One or not the one, but one of them. One of them, yeah. Yeah, he says the Fed is powerless to do anything about this, the inflation and whatnot this time. So hmm. we uh, might be getting knocked back a few, couple few decades here. Well, that'd be really unfortunate. Well, yes and no. We'll see how they handle the how the banks handle the houses this time because last time when they took them away from everybody, I don't think it's going to work out too well for them this go around. You don't think so? I don't know. Why is that? Well, because these people that they're going to be take, trying to take their houses away were kids when their parents got their houses taken away. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty sure these these people that have their houses now are going to be damned before some bank's going to take it. Ooh, kind of reminds me. I never me, thought about that. You know, yeah, it's a dangerous game that they're treading on here, right? Yeah, it really is. And especially after everybody going through this emotional stress of the COVID, yeah. uh, the, the layoffs, all this stuff, That's right? I mean, about, just look what happened. I mean, the, the here in Iowa. Alone, right? We had that that one dude that went nuts. The bank was gonna take his his farm. His his. Uh, I mean, this was back in like I think the '60s or whatever, out in Western Iowa. Bank was gonna take his family farm, and he was doing everything he could to make ends meet. Just things didn't work out. Uh, the neighbor next door, just a ruthless, cutthroat businessman that had friends in the bank, got the property, and the guy decided, all right, well, if I'm losing it, I'm losing it. Woke up, killed his wife when she was cooking breakfast in the morning, went over to the neighbor's house, killed him and his wife, went down to the bank, and then shot the banker and then killed himself in the office. There. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't think about that. I actually seen some stuff around lately about uh, learning just the how bad the mental health effects of lockdowns and yes. whatnot were. Yeah. Oh, we had no idea. Right. We had no idea it could have such negative effects on e- mental health and drug abuse. Even though we were the ones that wrote the books. <laughs> <laughs> There's people during the lockdown stuff that were saying this is going to be bad for, you know, for addicts, for a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, and I know, I personally know people that had mental health issues due to, I think it was uh, maybe some isolation and just fear because, you know. They were younger people. A lot of people haven't been through... Extre- and when you think about that first few months of COVID, it was straight fear porn, dude. Yeah, it was. Right? And it really, the best way to have, have negated that was not to watch it. Like, I was watching some... And yeah, I mean, I think we all kind of got caught up at first because we were like, what the heck is this? We yeah. didn't know. Yeah. That's why I was like, huh, just step back, analyze it, like, you know, take precaution. We don't know what's going on here. And then turns out a lot of the stuff that we were told... Was inaccurate. So is CNN going to be held accountable for misinformation? Yeah, inaccurate. It's <laughs> a really nice way of putting it. Yeah, I didn't think about that. People getting their houses taken away and having seen that happen to their parents. That's a really good example of what could go wrong there. Didn't right. think about it. Yeah. Plus, there's such just such a culture of people these days needing to have just all the nicest, newest stuff. Well, that is another... Sign of the decline and the collapse. Maybe. I mean, the Romans did it. Yeah, it's happening. Who knows, dude? And also, I mean, if you believe in that, like, predictive programming stuff or anything either, too, or at least look into it, like, we have been being fed movies and TV and, and literature for years 
on some post-apocalyptic U.S. type stuff. Yeah. Independence <coughs> Day. Um, Independence Day. Well, that's the alien invasion. Sure. That's another one, too. Yeah, that's another possibility. Um, yeah. Oh. We, we we could have a whole other episode of that, dude, and that would be a long one. That'd have to be a special. Let's see if it'd be like a niche episode. See if people like that type of stuff, you know. Yeah. But anyway, I, I uh, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, oh, man. I think that we could wrap it up. I think we're okay. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. I hope you guys got something out of us. Like I said, learn to grow food. Do your own research. Hit us up. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good week. Cheers. We'll see you either next week or the week after.